My parents left a, a pathway and a platform for me to be blessed. I need to leave that for my children so they can be blessed and teach them so that their children can be blessed. And we're not having a poverty mentality. We're not having a generational poverty line where everybody been in the system from grandma to big mom and now that's the way I know how to live. That ain't God's blessings for you. God's got a blessing for you. You are the head, not the tail. You above, not beneath. You are blessed and you are able to bless others. That's what God's plans are for his people. Thank you for joining us today as we began a new series on God's grace to help us in tough times. We're going to begin with a message called Hear God, Believe God, and Obey God. Stay tuned because after today's message, I'll share with you how you can come and join in on this series in person as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. God set up the plan. God set up the purpose. Now he sets up the provision. The plans was that the Levite would be totally committed and concentrating on worship and working for the Lord. To get this done, God instructed the people to bring their tithe to church so that the ministry could be done. Leviticus chapter 27, 30 says, um, a tithe of everything from the land, whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord. It is holy. Just like God is saying, the firstborn belong to me, the first part of what you earn, God said, it belongs to me. It's holy. That's why God told him, will a man rob God? You're not bringing it. That's mine. I'm just glad God didn't ask for the 90%. And then he says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. So I'm gonna, I want to give a, a vivid illustration of, of what God wanted to do and, and when he set up this system. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need somebody to come help me with this illustration. I need 12 people to come forward. I need 12 people to come forward to help me with this illustration. I'm going to give away some cash. Okay. Now, now, wait, hold on. Stop right there. Stop right there. No, 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 stop. Some people don't come to God until they think they're going to get something out of him. Sometimes people just give because they just think God's going to bless them. But until they heard about the blessing, they weren't moving. Until they heard the message that God's going to pour out on you, they're not thinking about giving. But you got to give if you don't see nothing because of obedience. These people came out of obedience. These people come in because they think they're going to get something. So y'all helping me with my illustration. I need one more that wants something. Come on, one more. Come on up here and say, I, I'm coming. Okay, I know why y'all going to come, but come on anyway. Now you all are representing, is it, we have 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Need one more. Well, some people even want money. Now they just think God's going to talk about them in public. I'm going to be God. Now, these are the 12 tribes. You're going to be Levi. I want to ask you a question, each of you. Now, just be honest with me, and then uh, we'll go from there. If I give you some money, would you give some back to me? You would? Why? Because I gave it to you. If I gave you some money, will you give me some back? Are you sure? Everybody say that before they get the money. 
Oh, yeah, I give it back to you. That's because you don't have it. Would you tell God that? God, if you bless me, you ain't got to worry about me giving. God said, if you give, you ain't got to worry about me blessing you. So somebody told me, Pastor, if I hit that lottery, the church ain't going to have to worry about nothing. After the lottery was over, I said, did you get anything? Oh, it was only about $40. I said, where's the tithe? Oh, so if I give you something, would you give me something back? Yes. This is yours to keep. It's yours to keep. You can do whatever you want to do with it. It's yours to keep. So God gave every tribe land, land of, of milk and honey, land that was abundant. Remember all the big grapes that, the, that they brought back when they went to spy out the land? It was uh, houses you didn't build, fertile land, all of that. God says, I'm going to bless you. And everybody got land except Levi. Levi said what? How, can I ain't, how come I ain't getting nothing? Go on, say that, Levi. Why well, come on, you ain't give me nothing? <laughs> say it again. Why well, come you didn't give me nothing? <laughs> Levi said, well, come on over here, Levi. Come on with me. I got a, an assignment for you. Okay. I want you to minister. You and all your folks, you're going to go and minister to these people. You're going to send folks to every territory, and they're going to do the worship. They're going to do the sacrifices. They're going to do the ministry. They're going to offer the, uh, the meals and the worship and washing and all of the things that you need to do. That's what y'all going to do. So I don't want you out there working in the fields, doing all that. You working for me. Okay. Say, how am I going to make it? How am I going to make it then? How are you going to make it? Okay. Here's what I want you to do. I want every one of you who I blessed to bring Levi a tenth of what you got. Hallelujah. How's it looking, Levi? Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, she, she gave more than a tenth. Oh, oh, she gave an overflow. Oh, hey, hallelujah. Did you get this back? Huh? That's yours. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I thought I'd give it back to God. Well, uh, God has given to you. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> okay. So, next time I bless you, are you going to do the same thing? Otherwise, I may not bless you. Are you going to do the same thing next time I bless you? Okay, now, Levi, what I'd like for you to do, I want you to walk out in the audience, and there's somebody out there that wish they had 3 or $4 to get them some extra gas. We go out there and see who that might be. I hate to and see give, I know who it is already. You know who it is already? Already. All right. Well, you go and you bless somebody, okay. and then, but be sure to keep enough for yourself. Okay, thank you so much for coming and being with us. The money is yours. It's yours to keep. It, no, it's yours. That's yours. So the idea was that God's going to bless you. He says, I will bless you. I will keep blessing you because God wants the ministry done. Uh, Levi, did Levi get at somebody already? Okay, I want to be sure, Levi, you got to do what God told you. You got to watch that, Levi. <laughs> it's not a rocket science. God wants worship to be done. God wants his people to be ministered to. And God says, I will bless you if you keep blessing the work that I'm trying to get done. I, my job is to be sure that I keep supplying you because if you don't have it, you can't give it. I know that. That's what God is saying. I know that if you don't have it, you can't give it. So when God is saying, you're robbing me, you're robbing me of the opportunity to minister because you're not doing what I told you to do when I blessed you. 
God is not trying to get something from you. He's trying to get something to you because he said, oh, he said, prove me, check it out. Test me in this and see if I won't open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you don't have room enough to receive. He wasn't talking to Levi. He was talking to the giver. He said, check this out. That's the only time in the scripture God's going to say, test me and prove me and see when I do what I said I was going to do. I haven't met anybody yet that told me that they faithfully, with a willing heart, tied to God and God let them down. God said, test me. Improve, won't I do this? I don't know what it takes to get people to understand that. Anytime a believer will say that they believe God, they trust God, and they don't tithe, they don't believe that God will do what he said he will do. That's the bottom line. I just don't believe it. I know what I'm talking about. I don't have to trick you. I don't have to try to manipulate you uh, or anything like that. I know what I am talking about. We have seen the miracle hand of God in our home. You know, I left a good paying job for this ministry. We never missed a beat. We never missed a payment. We never missed, we never came close to, to trying to seek help from somebody else. God just kept blessing us and blessing us and blessing us. He knows how to bless you. If you would just trust him. Let me get ready to close out here. So in Numbers 20, 18, 21, he says, I give to the Levites all the tithe in Israel as their inheritance in return for the work they do while serving at the tent of meetings. See, it's not God's intent for churches and pastors to get their needs met by fundraising and having events. You know, parade of salads, parade of hats. 100 men in black, 100 women in red, all kind of things like that. That wasn't his intent. God says, I know how to bless my people. If they would just give, you'll have everything you need. You don't need to do that. You don't need to raise money. You know, we had a 20-year note on that other building. We paid it off in six years. We didn't have a major building fund. We just, we just had a building fund. The, the lender said, you need to have some kind of capital campaign. I said, okay, we'll just ask people to give whatever they want to to the building fund. But most of it was paid off in the tithe money. We are accelerating the payoff of this building too. We ought to be through in another three or four years. But I don't like being hustled. I ain't hustling nobody. If you can't figure this out, that's on you. I done been to more church anniversaries and pastor's anniversary. But people are reading off, let me read off, come the Ursha's gave $1,000. Come on, Ursha's. What's the pastor's A going to do? Choir members, what y'all doing? If there ever was a time to go to sleep in church, that's one. <laughs> we spent more time doing anniversary stuff than we would winning souls for Christ. Use up too much organizational energy for that. See, anniversaries are draining the lifeblood out of our churches by dominating the time, the talent, and the treasure of church members. Now, I know some of you pastors that are listening to me have anniversaries. I'm not mad at you. I ain't hating on you. That's all you know how to do? Then keep doing that. But we found out that God's system of economy is the best way to go. The church has a responsibility to be good stewards, to be good stewards of all the resources that come in. We need to manage properly. So that we're not just, you know, using up the money and misusing and misappropriating the money so that we don't have anything, we're always coming back. 
How many churches have raised money to repave the parking lot and it never got done in 20 years? They raised money to put a new roof on the building and never got done. Never burned the mortgage that they were burning. That's not God's plan. By giving back a portion of the crop and the livestock which God blessed them, the Israelites honored God as the provider of all their needs. And they took care of the community. So again, finally, let me just remind you, this is what the Lord's blessing is. It says, I will open the windows of heaven. I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Things that would happen. I was just thanking God here a few months ago. You know, I almost had an accident. I didn't even see the person. But I said, thank you, Lord, for rebuking the devourer. Hallelujah. That, that, that's a devourer, man. You got to spend all that money to get your car fixed. And even if you might get hurt and all of that, God knows how to cover you. Going and coming. That's so many blessings. It's not just monetary blessings we receive back from the Lord. There's all kind of blessings you get back from God. There's a song I used to sing about God that said he has already provided every promise you can claim. Just ask it in his name. Everything you need, he has already provided. This is Jerry G. Martin. Thank you for joining us for this series where we are talking about God's grace to provide for his people in tough times. I don't have to remind you about the prices of food and gas and rent and all of the things that we need. But I want you to know that God has already made a way for you to have everything you need. There are some biblical principles that if we would follow them, God is sure to meet our need. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Or you can go to our website at lowcf.org. Then I invite you to come and join us in person for the rest of this series. And we will be speaking to you about some principles of God. We are told in the scripture, whoever sows generously will reap generously. We are told that God has a window that he can open up and pour out blessings that we don't have room enough to receive. We are told that God is able. And all we need to do is believe God's promises and commit to obey his word. Join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. Don't forget about the Bible bookstore on our campus, The Beacon. You can get Sunday school supplies, communion supplies, books and Bibles or whatever you need. Call The Beacon at 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.